This is Hallway Chats, where we talk with some of the unique people in and around WordPress. Together, we meet and chat with folks you may not know about in our community. With our guests, we'll explore stories of living and of making a living with WordPress. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 11. Hi, welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. Hi, I'm Tara Clays. Today, we're excited to have Cami Chaos with us. Cami lives, works, and parents in the rainy city of Portland, Oregon. She tells me that she walks around the streets wearing her WordPress t-shirt carrying a banana, and I'm hoping she'll tell us a little bit more about that. Um, Cami works at Automatic, and uh, she's, she is a frequent site at WordCamps, and um, we're really happy to have you with us today. Hi. Hi, Cammie. So we got the brief overview from Tara, but tell us a little bit more about yourself. Tell us about life and and fill in some of the gaps that that we haven't covered yet. Um, My name is Cammie, which you already told everybody, uh, and I do work at Automatic, uh, but I am am lent out, essentially. I am given to the open source project. So while I work for Automatic, I work on the open source WordPress project, specifically uh, in WordCamps and Meetups, uh, primarily in WordCamps. And I like to say that I organize the organizers because our organizers are all volunteers. Um, I help them and give them the tools that they need to get their very hard volunteer work done. We're glad you're there to help them with that because we have heard over and over again how important WordCamps are for people in this community, how they really are life-changing. We've heard that more than one time, and I had that experience myself. Um, tell us how you got involved, how you were introduced with WordPress. Tell us your your WordPress story. My WordPress origin story. Um, <laughs> my WordPress origin story is not so different than a lot of people's. Uh, I, in Portland, Oregon, we have a very vibrant startup and technology scene, and we have been long known for our camps. Uh, It it was joked that if we could, we would have a camp camp (laughs) because we had every sort of camp imaginable. Um, And a person who I worked with on a community blog many, many, many years ago uh, decided to run a WordCamp. And I had never used WordPress. I was on Blogger at the time. And this was like way, way long ago, the first year that WordCamps were happening outside of San Francisco. Uh, And he needed a hand. He needed some volunteers that he could trust to help with the WordCamp. And I said, I have absolutely no idea. I've never used WordPress. And he said, it's way better than what you're using. So why don't you move your blog over, see if you like it. And oh, by the way, I need you to come help me anyway. So the night before the event, I moved my blog over uh, from blogger to a self-hosted site and spent the entire next day handing out t-shirts, attending sessions, and helping people move their blogs over to WordPress. Wow. That's a really interesting way to be introduced to it. I (laughs) I think, um, I have not heard that before. Um, after that WordCamp, how did you, um, progress with Uh, WordPress and WordCamps? I kept blogging. I used to blog. I was a prolific mommy blogger. Um, it wasn't just about Mm. being a mommy. I had a a site called mommified me, which the intent of the language was to be like, this is the mommified version of Cammy. This is what happens when you take Cammy and make her a mom. Uh, 
and really, I think how it read to most people was this is a mommy blog and I am me, um, which is fine. It was what it was. Uh, and I really, it, it was a great source of confidence for me uh, when I was a stay-at-home mom. I was going to say just a stay-at-home mom. There's no such thing as just a stay-at-home right. mom. Mm-hmm. Every mom works so hard. Um, I, and... I, I go to work so I don't have to be a stay-at-home parent. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it is, it is, there is no rest there. There is no break. There's no yeah. lunch break. It's, it's tough. No, no, it's 24-7. Uh, so I was blogging and I was podcasting and I had both of my sites on WordPress and I continued to um, volunteer at and help organize WordCamps in Portland. Um, and then, you know, life changes. And I made the decision to end my marriage and had to go back to work and parent. And I wound up uh, parlaying my skills with WordPress into a full-time work-from-home job, but not for automatic, which is what I, that I currently full-time work from home, um, for a meal planning service that ran on WordPress. Ah. And the, the owner of it, needed someone who was used to WordPress um, and had some customer service skills, which in the end wound up not being what he needed at all. But uh, my skills with WordPress that I had gained just from volunteering and blogging and seeing how other people used WordPress were invaluable. And I worked for him for many years until I uh, went to work for Automatic. Wow. So your experience with WordPress wasn't um, building sites necessarily or building them for other people beyond a blog. I did. I I did build sites for a few other people, um, Mm -hmm. but not in a, but in a, this is out of the box. You, you just plug things in and make it work because it's easy to do. I'm by no means a developer or a designer. I'm just a person who likes to make things go on the internet. One thing we like to talk about on the show a lot is success. And so um, as you've defined your path from being um, a blogger, a mom, all the pieces that you put together and, and working for Automatic, how do you define success for yourself? That is an emotional question for me. Um, I am able to support myself uh, indulge myself, support my child, um, stay in the city that we love. And to me, any success, uh, whether professional or personal comes down to what it enables me to do with my life. Um, and so I would say successful in my case would be, uh, stable, meaningful employment that allows me to be the best version of myself and the best parent that I can be. I don't know if that's too touchy-feely or if that makes sense, but... That is awesome. Yeah, totally. What I really liked about it uh, was the best version of myself, the best parent of myself. Or I, I'm clearly not saying that verbatim. I have choked you up. You are much more <laughs> eloquent than I. Uh, that, was, that was really moving. That was really powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks. So within this, this definition of success that is, that is very real and very genuine, and then it plays out in a kind of a practical way around stability and being able to take care of yourself and take care of your daughter and your family and, and to be able to live where you want and afford yourself an indulgence from time to time. Within that, that, that milieu, what is the single most important thing that you can do every day to either achieve or continue your success? Hmm. So 
Hmm. My work is emotional. Um, it is very emotional in nature because I'm dealing with people all day, every day. It would be easy to say I'm dealing with events or I'm dealing with a program or I'm dealing with a software. Um, but at the heart of what I do, I'm dealing with people. I'm working with people. I'm helping people. And so the single most important thing I can do is really get a good night's sleep and take care of myself um, so that I can continue to take care of all of the people that touch my life, both um, in my private life at home and in my professional life within uh, the WordCamp and Meetup group community. Also, I'm a I'm a avid list maker. <laughs> I love your focus on on care, care, self care, and how that relates to caring for others. Because it sounds like your job, because um, you do deal with people and people who are. Um, who are also caring for others, right? People who are doing word camps are doing it out of a um, an interest in bettering the community and, and being a better version of themselves as well. So you do have an emotional job. Um, how do you how do you manage all of those emotions and dealing with people? I think as a, as someone who deals with clients, I often find um, the struggle to be patient and kind with people who are upset or have a lot of things on their mind is a challenge. Yeah. Um, and they're paying me to do that. So I kind of have to do that. Uh, but for you, um, these people are volunteers and they haven't hired you. So how do you manage that relationship and, and all of those pieces? That's an excellent question. That is a really great question. And before I answer it as a means of stalling, I'm going to say <laughs> well played, well played. Good I'll job. give you a little more time. Well played, well played. Um, that there's a there's a ripple effect to everything that we do. I'm a sucker for those videos where you see one thing change, like a man walks down the street and he's grumpy and he's grouchy, um, and then like everything just it, it dies in his path, right? Everything, it becomes a, it becomes just a, a bad day symphony. And the next day he's walking down the street and instead of frowning at someone or kicking a dog, he smiles and helps a duck out of a sewer grate. Um, one thing changes and those positive actions can change the day of everyone around. I know that when I wake up grumpy and on the wrong side of the bed, I am better off taking 15 minutes to refresh myself and remind myself that all of the people I'm dealing with are a, they're people and B they're not coming no matter what they're doing. Uh, if we don't have, if we don't have an agreement about what we're discussing, they're coming at it from a genuine place. They're not coming at it. Be like, I'm going to ruin that person's day. They're coming at it from, this is something that I need and we need to figure out a way to make everyone understand if we can't make everyone happy. Um, I don't think I, I think I lost the actual root of the question. No, I think that, I think that answers it. In and I think it, it must be hard always to remind yourself of that though, because in the heat of the moment, when you're dealing with emails or emotional people, or yeah, I think part of what you do with WordCamps or what WordCamp organizers do, it's, it's event planning. It's like putting on your wedding. I mean, it's, there's a lot yes. of balls in the air and, it, and you yes. have a, a lot of investment in what your expectations are and what other people's expectations are. So I think um, you, your focus on, on paying attention to, 
to the which fact. I, which yeah. I sometimes fail at. I mean, there are times when someone has tried to have a conversation with me and I've been preoccupied and didn't real and thought to myself, I'll just talk to them later and it'll be fine. Um, and didn't realize that they really like, whether it was something that I would perceive as urgent or not, the person had something that was important to them that mm-hmm. I should have heard. Um, and when I become aware of those situations, I will kick myself for months. Yeah. I'm thinking of one right now and I'm just kicking myself. So uh, those regrets are hard. We all do things that we wish we could do over again, but it sounds like you are really focused on being a better version of yourself and, and caring for others. So this sounds like a, a job that's not only good for you, but that you are good for. Um, and, and I, I think, so. I, I find think the community, the community benefits from that. So that message is important to share. Thank you. So I, I want to go back to where you talked about when you find yourself waking up on the wrong side of the bed and spending that 15 minutes, I think that level of self-awareness and being mindful of where we are emotionally, psychologically on that any given day, spiritually on that day, and taking time to assess and go back and reset, if you will, whatever our process may be, is uh, it's so important. It's so valuable. And, and I love that you shared that with us because I think it's a step that oftentimes, and I, and I hold my own hand up on this, forget about doing, particularly when dealing with people in stressful situation. And as you were talking about, then being mindful of when people come to you with uh, their list of to-dos and they're urgent in their own mind and being mindful and respectful of that. That's, that's really powerful stuff. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks. So <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me roll on then. Within this, this, this work environment where you're supporting the organizers and the volunteers who bring word camps to places all over the world. Uh, I'm going to ask you two questions so that you have a chance to think about what might be a more challenging aspect of those questions. So within that environment, what's your favorite thing to do at work every day? That's and, not something I get to, oh. And well, I was going to give yeah. you the second one so Go that ahead. you could, so that you could have it in the back of your mind. And this can be either personal or professional, but what's the biggest challenge that you've faced or are facing and how did you overcome it and how are you over or how are you overcoming it? So my favorite thing, uh, my favorite, I, I will, I will give you a very specific and then a little bit more general. My very favorite work function that I perform is something that uh, not just paid staff does. It's something that a lot of mentors for WordCamps also do. And just, you know, shout out to our mentors because the mentorship program for WordCamps really does make everything possible. Um, But my favorite, absolute favorite single item is something that I call the pre-WordCamp prep pep talk, uh, which is something that takes place with WordCamp organizers a few days before the event. Uh, It's like a normal mentorship check-in call, but it really is intended to go through and make sure that they know everything that they need to know to feel prepared for the next day. Um, or two days later, depending on when in the life cycle it happens. And there is just something about that call that I find inspirational and joyous um, because they are almost always far more ready than they expect to be. And it just gives me a great sense of pride to see them in that moment and to know that they're going to pull off a great event. But in general, my favorite part uh, of my job is working with organizers. 
I'm sure you must meet a lot of interesting people. Do you work with organizers all over the world? Yes. Because of time zone constraints and because we have folks um, in other time zones now, I more and more work with people in uh, North America, Central America, South America. But there are folks that are not constrained by time zones um, who I still get to work with um, on the other side of the world as well. Wow. Can you put a number on this? How many word camps are you overseeing? I'm not, well, or so, coordinating oh, with. Well, <laughs> the program will have, we had in excess of 100 word camps last year. Um, and we have a vast team of deputies and mentors and uh, people wranglers that work with so many of them. So I don't know. Personally, at some point, everyone probably touches on almost every WordCamp in some little way, whether it's to update their status within the WordCamp Central site, whether it's to pay a bill for them, give them a piece of advice, sign a contract, give them support. Um, so I would say probably 75 a year Wow. that I get, that I get to have some touch on and, and yeah. Wow. You must know a lot of people in the WordPress world. <laughs> that's, that's really neat. So I think part two of Liam's question was, um, was talking about challenge and the biggest challenge that you face or have faced, uh, not necessarily only in what you're doing now, but um, sort of in your daily, your daily life, your daily approach. I think for me, that's all about balance. Balance is the hard part. Um, I hear people talk about work-life balance and I, I think it's amazing if someone can achieve that. I really do. I often feel though that uh, something is going to suffer. Either I'm not paying enough attention to my child. I'm not paying enough attention to my work. I'm not paying enough attention to my partner. Um, and so I struggle and I don't, I don't anticipate that this is something I will ever solve. I don't think it's a solvable puzzle. I think just continuing to be mindful and saying right now, this really needs my attention. What can I shift? Um, and, and within that same vein, I struggle to turn it off there. I, mm. I let one of the teams I'm working with this, uh, right now know, Hey, I'm checking in right now and I will check in before the end of the day, but I'm going offline this weekend. So don't have any emergencies, please. Um, <laughs> because I just, there's so much going on right now that this weekend, I really need to be able to shut off. Um, and so being able to say without guilt, I'm going offline for two days. I can't help you until I get back, um, is a struggle for me. But it's something I know I, that that has to be done from time to time. So there's that word again, mindful. I love it. Thanks for keeping using that. Let me let me ask you this, if I can, around balance. And I would very much agree with you that it's like being on a seesaw. And it, it's almost impossible to hold this seesaw perfectly level. But we go up and down. When we realize we're falling, we push ourselves back up and hopefully not too hard. <laughs> uh, you talked about going offline as a, as a mechanism, as a tool, if you will, camming too help you reset and maintain balance. Do you have any other thoughts or tips on little techniques, whatever it may be, uh, around maintaining that balance and, or at least maintaining an awareness about your sense of balance to know when you're, you're not 
in the level of equilibrium that you would want? Well, I have a great tool for that. Um, and it is not something that I think everyone can utilize. I have a teenage daughter who will walk into the room and <laughs> if I am off in my computer <laughs> and, and uh, I shouldn't be, uh, she never hesitates to let me know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that relate. is a built-in tool for me. Uh, yeah, Kay is not shy about saying, hey, work has had enough attention. Come pay attention to us now. So Yeah, there's nothing like your... On the your... other hand, my partner is a workaholic. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, Kay really has to be the one to say, hey, no, no, no more. Um, and, and work will always let me know when they need me. I mean, you have a thousand voices crying out, we need you to do something. So do you have, you have backup? Yes. There's a team of you. So yes, we have an entire team of folks who work on this all together. Um, and we collaborate fantastically well. I am so fortunate. So I have two teams. I have the team of my coworkers who are also, uh, working on the WordPress open source project with WordCamps and meetups. And then we also have the community team, which is a team of folks. Some of them are also um, paid by their companies to work on the project. And some of them are just outrageous, amazing community volunteers. Um, And so I have backup both places. Yeah. So if you take a weekend off, someone else can, you know, someone else is keeping an eye on things. And we are very much encouraged to take the time off that we need. Um, yeah. But I think that this kind of work lends itself to caretakers who are yeah. often better at taking care of other people and communities than they are at remembering to take care of themselves. Yes. Yeah. It sounds like your daughter's keeping an eye on that. Is she interested in technology or no. WordPress at all? <laughs> no, not really. Um, she's an amazing person. She would like to be a filmmaker or something that that's currently what's on the list, which is phenomenal. And I fully encourage that my working in technology and my partner working in startups that mainly focus on technology has kind of soured her on that direction. Yeah. My children are the same. They don't, they don't, they, it's a turn off to see your parents. So she thinks my job is really cool. And she, she loves to tell her friends about it. And her friends are all like, seriously, you work for WordPress? And I was like, no, no one works for WordPress. <laughs> I work on WordPress. <laughs> Different. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> I've sold her on that. It's not Snapchat or Instagram. Meh. Yeah. So, Cammy, knowing WordCamps as intimately as you do, what advice do you give to people who have not been to WordCamp before? Um, what would you tell them? I would tell them to go with an open mind. Um, You might walk into a WordCamp thinking, these are the three sessions I'm going to see, and that's all that's of value to me. You might walk into WordCamp thinking, this is too much for me. Why did I come here? Um, You, if you've never been to a WordCamp before, will likely walk in not knowing anybody. Uh, WordPress community is so amazing and welcoming and inclusive. Um, and word camps are not, they seem intimidating. They really can seem intimidating, but at their root, at their heart, from their very uh, beginning, they are meant to be casual conferences that are organized by people who care within your community about WordPress. Um, so just 
the fact that you are there interested in WordPress and that you're in your community means that you have things in common with other people. And I find the more WordCamps I go to, often uh, what I gain from those events is talking to people, not just hearing the talks. So Mm -hmm. there will be times that I gain far more from the hallway track um, than I do from sitting in sessions, although sessions are still awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Also, close your phone, close your laptop, engage, Mm. like listen to people, talk to people, meet the sponsors, hang out with the volunteers. Yeah, I love that last piece advice. of advice. Uh, I was at WordCamp Baltimore, maybe last year or the year before. I think it was two years ago. And for whatever reason, I just decided I'm not going to bring my laptop, or I, I probably brought it, but I'm going to leave it in my bag, but I'm going to take notes with a pen and paper. Mm-hmm. And I found that after the second or third talk that I had so many more notes, so many more takeaways so many fewer retweets, but I actually <laughs> learned a lot more and really felt a much deeper connection with the the material that was being presented. So I think that's great advice is, is electronics are great, but focus on the people. We couldn't WordPress without them, but yeah. we can WordCamp without them. So as we come to the end of our conversation, we have a question that we'd like to ask, and it is, what is the single most valuable piece of advice that you have received and implemented, either personally or professionally? Wow, that is a showstopper. And that's why we ask it at the end. Yeah. Um, You know, I feel more like a touchy-feely nature mama than I ever have in my life answering this. But the single best piece of advice I've received has been applicable both to my professional life and my personal life. Um, and it was just, it, it was, it was some version of be yourself. It was, you can't, you can't continue to pretend to be other things. You can't be all things to all people, no matter what you do, you're going to make someone happy. You're going to disappoint someone. So just be true to who you are, um, and take care of yourself. And it has really, it's informed my work. It has informed my parenting. It has uh, informed my romantic relationships. It has informed my friendships. Well, I can see how you've woven that into your life just based on our short conversation today. So (laughs) um, it's nice when people take advice and they actually do take it to heart and, and use it in their lives. So thank you for sharing that with us. Tammy, it's been great having you on the show and getting to know you a little bit. Um, Where can people find you? Uh, easiest place to find me is Cami Chaos on Twitter or CamiChaos.com is my blog. Okay. B-A-M-I-K-A-O-S. And maybe people can look, keep an eye out for you at their local WordCamp. I or, hope to see you there. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us and for what you do for the WordPress community. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much, Cami. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.